for launch. How this movie absolutely just interest me. Really? Wow. Spoiler. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Good evening, folks. Welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast. We hope you've joined us after you've cleaned out your toy box and uh, gotten everything ready for the holiday season. Uh, those of you who are on the Patreon page, you know which toy box episode I'm talking about. So, wink, wink. We'll talk about that later. But we're in the holiday spirit. We're full of eggnog and what is it, John? Boiled custard. Boiled custard. We are not wow. full of custard. Wow. Uh, all I can say is welcome again, folks. Glad to have you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And uh, tonight, of course, we've put it off long enough. We're going to talk about Star Wars, Episode 9. Message from the dark side, there. Oh, wow. Message from the dark side, Derek. Nice. I like it. I like it. We've yes. got a special guest appearance by Yoda there. Hey, Yoda, uh, so, coming in. So, Episode 9 going to be the, uh, the ending of this saga. Um, are we excited about it? Do we care about it? What, what, are, we, what are we feeling like, guys? John? I am. You pause. That worries me. I am conflicted. I'm. A, I'm gonna put it that way. I'm. I'm very conflicted about this. I mean, we have been waiting for two years for this, and and I. I don't know. I, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like I'm. I'm more the resident Star Wars nut bag in the room as far as like the, just the overall, uh, everything Star Wars type guy. I mean, everybody here likes it, but uh, I'm more. I, I was an apologist for Episode Eight for for a long time. I was. I was an Episode Eight apologist. I tried to watch it again the other other night. And I was like, I'm going to watch this again, and I'm going to like it. I'm going to make myself like it. But it's so full of plot holes and stuff that just doesn't make sense. And if they had done one thing different or, like, two things different in the dialogue, it may have changed some things about that, especially the whole uh, stuttering Lando, as Charlie likes to call him, and the general Holdo run the ship into the bigger ship thing. That could have been entirely different if there had been two things. And I thought about it, and I can share those things, what I think could have made that entirely different which would have made the sacrifice even greater if, if they had done it differently. But uh, we can, or we can just move on. I mean, that's fine either way. I have been seeing a lot about it. My, my wife is a lot more interested, I think, in seeing episode nine than I am. I, I'm not, I just can't find it for this. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, 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 don't, I liked uh, Force Wagons. I really liked it. I wanted to like last uh, or the last Jedi, but it it's just so pitifully horrible. Basically, a, a gigantic middle finger to the fandoms of the of Star Wars is kind of the way I feel about it. And so this one, when they when J.J. Abrams first came back into it, it was like, okay, yeah, I mean, that, this is going to be a good ending. We'll, we'll be able to finish this up. And then, as the hype machine has built for it, it seems like my hype has kind of dissipated. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, looking forward to it. I'm going to go see it, but like opening night, can't wait to be there. It's going to be the most awesome thing I've ever done. No, not really. I mean, it's kind of like eh. I didn't go the opening weekend to see Force Awakens either, though. I mean, uh, 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 Charlie and Carla did. They went and saw it. And Carla goes, "That's awesome! It's great!" And she said, "I just hoped all weekend before you saw it that you would like it because I just don't know if I could ha- handle it if you went." And it was like, "That sucks." <laughs> Which there was a good chance that was going to happen after the um, prequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that was the first movie we saw. Uh, so 
I think that I saw the first trailer and got really, really up about it. I thought, yeah, this is gonna be really cool. But then the more it's kind of like, and maybe it is just the, maybe it's just the internet. Maybe it's just the internet kind of zapping the thrill out of it because it's just overhyped on everything. Everything you, I mean, it's just like all oh, this and all these little clickbait sites have something that the other that the next clickbait site doesn't know anything about, and it's just, I don't know, it's just garbage type of. All these kind of garbage articles that you're reading about it. Just kind all of, this garbagey uh, garbage is just garbage. You know where garbage, garbage ends yeah. up at, right? It ends up in a dumpster fire. Yeah, that's it does absolutely in a dumpster fire. And that's my big fear so, is that it's going to be – that it's not going to be that the movie's bad, but is that the internet is going to, by proxy, make it bad, I guess is, is my big fear on it. That's good. That's a good point, Charlie. Well, right before this podcast, you said something that was very, very controversial, <laughs> shocking even. Very shocking. Me or Brian? Brian. Oh, so okay. as we, I had to you, make sure because I talk a lot. I don't. I don't know exactly what I've said and what well, I haven't. John's like I've talked six circles right now. I, I don't know what you're going to Here's the about. thing, and John, I love you. You've been in family for eighteen years. Eighteen years you've been in my family, John. Mm-hmm. However, whenever you talk about a movie being good or bad, I just can't believe it because you're going to change your mind. Well, I think more of a long lines. It's not really me thinking one's. Good or bad, it's it's for this one. It's it's the fear of it being bad. But I'm just saying, you might turn the corner on episode eight again. You were such a staunch defender of episode eight <sighs> up until like I don't know six weeks ago. Well, the, the the thing about it was is that with me is being the Star Wars, just absolutely in love with the entire idea of Star Wars. Is that I, I I'm wanting to force it into being good. I mean that's I think that's the problem with it is is I just I can't accept the fact that there's a Star Wars movie that's as pitiful as as Last Jedi is. I mean even if you go back to the prequels, I mean I could preach this all night. The prequels are not good. Okay, I mean I mean if you watch them, I mean the the idea of watching when you watch them, it's kind of like okay, yeah, I can, it's all right. But uh, John, can you give me the time on the recording right there? It is six minutes, 17 seconds. Okay. I just want to, I'm going to start, every time you make a statement that I know you're going to change your mind on, I want to, I want to mark it because, and I'm not being, I'm not being a jerk. I'm glad you're laughing. So please don't get upset. But I'm not mad. Uh, in, the, in the group chat the other day, you were like, good, episode eight was stupid. It was awful. Oh, cause when I, I'm okay. So I made the very inflammatory statement. Apparently I didn't say it was better than I just said Rogue One was Empire level good. Well, being that you and can't, being true. that you can't read tone on text messaging, I was it was more tongue in cheek than anything. But I would agree with your inflammatory statement. Yeah, but anyway, John was like, "Well, I said something about episode eight. Well, episode eight was awful." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you went on and railed about how great it was." But anyway, the inflammatory statement <laughs> I never that Brian said it made was great. I just said it was all right. I never said it oh, was wonderful. Wait, wait. Brian, Brian, I need you to work up on this. I think you have a tattooed on your on your chest right here. But, I have uh, Rose. <laughs> every time we would mention it, you'd be like, "Rose," and then on the other arm, you've got that crystal. It's Rose and Thin on each point. You said it was one of your. If I'm not mistaken, then Brian, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe John said it was one of his favorite Star Wars movies. I think he, did. I think he said it was one of his favorite. But I'm I might. I, I, I'm wanting to say you put it above uh, <laughs> Force Awakens. Say it. No, no, no. Oh, Force Awakens. Say Empire. I think I you were like. like I'm pretty sure you were like Empire, Jedi, three. New Hope, and then 
This is your top three to four. It was so great. It was. Oh my god! You said it on the podcast, and we were all like, "Oh come on, John!" I think you those podcasts. Aaron cussed. Unfortunately, those podcasts have all been erased from the computer. We can't go back and find them. Oh, it's the internet, bro. We can find it. out there somewhere. We're sitting in in Brian's basement. And um, I'm not kidding when I say I literally, there's not like maybe one feet of space that does not have something Star Wars in it. Mm-hmm. And Brian said that he's doesn't, not really excited at all about episode nine. Um, is it because, A, episode eight was so horrible, B, um, it's the holiday season and that's your main thing, C, um, Mandalorian is so good, or D, I guess this goes back to, to A, but um, <laughs> D is they, can't really, they can't really fix what they screwed up in episode eight, so what's the point of being excited about episode nine? Because they can't really retcon things, and if they do, it's going to make you mad. So, I mean, it's which one is it? So, when I made that statement that I thought I was going to have to resuscitate John over there about not being excited to go see it, it's because of C, The Mandalorian is so good. The Mandalorian is what episode eight, should, that, that level of story and quality is what episode eight should have been. I do not believe I have ever been as disappointed in a movie as I was in episode eight. Now, is that my fault for being a Star Wars fan and getting all jacked up on it? Because as John's pointed out, did the internet hype episode eight up so much for me? Because I even like, cause you, John, you and I went and saw Solo. Yeah. And I liked Solo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Uh, I hadn't suffered that Star Wars fatigue. But then, help me if I always screw his name up, but Rian Johnson or Ryan. It's Ryan, Ryan but it's spelled Rian. Sure. Rian. Yeah, Rian. Uh, and his artistic take on episode eight, just, it left me so disappointed. We've waited to try to wrap this saga up for now, what, 40 years? And to be there at the cusp of it being finished and then to see like, oh, hey, there's this huge buildup. We're all fan theorying about who Ray's parents are. And then basically they're just a bunch of drunks on a weekend trip to Panama <laughs> Beach. Just totally left me like, are you serious? Like, this, like he got paid to make this garbage and now they're going to try to give him more, which, of course, they've now since retracted on that, which maybe they've come to their senses. But The Mandalorian, in my mind now, has set the bar for whatever the quality level of what anything Star Wars produces going forward should be. Like, if it does not match up to the quality of The Mandalorian, it shouldn't be produced, period. I don't care if we want 10 more movies or two more movies. If it's not at that level, you've got to have some type of brand integrity. And I feel like The Mandalorian is, and I saw it on a meme, but The Mandalorian is an apologetic letter back to the fans for, man, we really screwed up with Ryan Johnson. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, is I think that, and me and a guy today were, were kind of talking about this back and forth, and he asked me if I was, if I had seen The Mandalorian yet, and I said, yeah. I said, I, I wait for every episode to come out. It's an anticipation. There's almost as much anticipation for me in waiting. There should be the anticipation for episode nine that I feel waiting for another 30-minute episode of The Mandalorian to come out. 100% again. And, and And that's the way you should feel because it's, gotten to the, it's at the point now with The Mandalorian as a Star Wars fan to where it's like, oh, it's Friday. And it's not, oh, it's Friday because I, I don't work tomorrow. It's the Mandalorian's out tonight. There's an episode of Mandalorian out tonight. Right. And you gotta go watch it. 
And that should be the hype for it. I think the problem with the episodic, the Force Awakens and the other uh, Last Jedi and this and the and Rise of Skywalker that is going to have the big problem with it is that one of the best movies and and we were and this is what Charlotte was talking about earlier. I mean, I was discussing on the Messenger and on Facebook and stuff. Uh, Rogue One mm-hmm. is 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 one of the best made. Star Wars movies. Well, I mean, I know people online, it was like, oh, it's stupid. It's dumb. It's not Star Wars. You hear that? I mean, but there's detractors and everything. Yeah, it's everyone. not, that's not me saying it or any of our circle. It's just what you hear. And then Solo was not as bad as everybody wants to make it out to be. I mean, it was a little bit, um, I can't remember his name, the guy who played Solo in the movie. Yeah, it was a little bit put off because he's nowhere near as tall as Harrison Ford, which is kind of which was kind of like oh, okay, that was the thing that made it kind of yeah. nah, on that. But I mean, even at his acting skills wasn't bad. I mean, the whole the movie was decent. I mean, it was it was good. I liked it. But I think the thing about it is is what we as Star Wars fans are seeing out from Rogue One, Solo, The Mandalorian, is the idea that's totally got today. I think that the Episode Nine is going to be way too glossy for what the modern-day Star Wars fan wants to see. They want the ideal of Star Wars to move into the 20th, 20, almost into a Walking Dead almost universe as far as grittiness, which is what you kind of get with The Mandalorian. I mean, it's, I mean they're blow, he's blowing people up with a disintegration gun. That's something you would never hardly see anywhere else I mean, on any of the, on I mean, any of the movies. I mean, the count as people, though. Well, you, you don't have to know disintegrate I mean. three Jawas to make one person. Yeah, that's true. But three for one but 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 that's the understanding that people yeah. want. I mean, that's what they want in it. I honestly believe that. I mean, Episode Nine is going to make its money. I mean, it's definitely going to make its money. But I think the future of Lucasfilm is on streaming. I think Lucasfilm and the Disney Plus thing. Once I mean, Mandalorian is blowing it up. They got another one coming out with K K K two S O or I can't remember the name of the and. Um, Rogue One type of spinoff. And I think that's going to be really cool, too, if they do it right. I mean, if they do it right, if they don't get all, I don't know. Money, money grab. Money hungry. I think the thing I like about The Mandalorian is it's it's not a swashbuckling kind of thing. It's very down-to-earth, if you want to call Star Wars down-to-earth. I mean, it's a baby Yoda running around. But it's still got this grittiness. In it. And I think Episode Nine, you watch the trailers, and it seems like it's going to be that way. But then at the same time, they got Space Horses. Which I guess if you're going to have space horses, that's fine. But nobody in uh, nobody who watched episode eight when they were at Canto Bite liked the horse scene. So what do we do? Well, let's put another horse scene in a Star right. Wars movie because that's what we need is more horses. I mean, that's where's and the spe- and crystal foxes. Yeah, where's the speeder bikes? I mean, come on. Why do we have to have horses? Why do we have to have that in here? Um, on the flip side of it, though, I'm very, I'm very interested to see, I guess, how J.J. How Abrams is going to – how's he going to make all the connections? I mean, they got that messy episode eight between seven and nine. How's he, how's he going to make the connections he needs to make to fulfill what his vision was? Why he turned over episode eight to Ryan Johnson and, and stepped away from it for that movie is beyond me. But why is he going to make the connections? How's the connections going to be made? Are we actually going to see where Ray comes from? Are they going to pull things from the legend novels and the legend comic books to tie things in? Um, is the Palpatine thing going to be a big bust? That's that's my big worry. Is I mean, what are they going to do with him? I mean, is, well, how, how's this going to come back around? I mean, there's all types of internet rumors out there. So, what about fan? What about fan 
theories. What do you got? What do you think? All right. So here's one that I that I read about that I'm not sure what I feel about on it, but I'm gonna get your all's opinion on it. So Charlie, here's the theory. They're going to destroy the Millennium Falcon in Episode Nine as the end of the saga. I I don't I don't think so. I I mean they, they could they could do anything, but I don't think JJ would do that. I think there's gonna be a lot of fan service in this one. I think JJ knows what he's doing. I think they're gonna retcon the thing about race parents and all that kind of stuff. Um. Not, you don't think they're going to have Princess Leia in the front of the Millennium Falcon saying "Han, <laughs> come and <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, what do you? I did hear an interesting fan theory. You guys want to hear this? Yeah, I'm all, Tim's not here to I, be like oh, I, tonight. So I've heard yeah, definitely a fan theory. I heard, and of course, this was just on Facebook, mm-hmm. so it, that yeah. didn't mean anything. Um, is that Ray is a clone of Palpatine? See, now I've heard that, and one. that Baby Yoda is a clone of Yoda. And then he's actually going to be in this movie. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. But that being said, The Mandalorian's been in production for a while. John Favreau is very much in with these guys. I don't think I'd like to see that, honestly. I would like to maybe have some allu- the alluding to them cloning, you know, powerful Jedis and Sith that I can get behind. Um, I still want Ray to be Obi Wan's kid. I mean, that's kind of, I think, where J.J. Abrams is going in the. In, uh, the Force Awakens, because when the lightsaber speaks to her, it's not Luke, it's not Leia, it's not Vader, it's not Yoda, it's both actors who have played Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's um, Uma McGregor and um, Sir Alex Ru- Gillis. Yeah. yeah. Alex. So, I mean, the fact that she would be a descendant of Ben would make perfect sense. I mean, yes, I know that McGregor and Guinness played him as monk-like, but I mean, come on. You don't stand at the top of a of a uh, of that ramp and say I've got the high ground with your hands on your hips unless you you know you you've been uh, you got the high ground you, you've had the high ground at least more than one occasion. Well, but see, so I mean, I want that to happen. I can add, I, I can add to that. I can add to your theory though on that though. If it has anything to do with how much you hate but also love Episode Eight this this minute, no. I don't want to hear it. No, it does not. Okay, go ahead. But, if you're going to take all of the body of work that is Star Wars and put it into canon, and this includes the but, Clone Wars. But they don't, though. That's the thing is, everybody keeps talking about, oh, we've got all this stuff to go through. Disney has said time and time again, the only thing that matter are the films and the Disney Channel shows. And that's all that Which matters. Which would be Clone Wars at this point. Right, but I'm saying, though, uh, I mean, sorry, I don't mean to, like, jump on you, but I keep saying, well, Kathleen Kennedy, so there's we're not, we're not talking there's about, not anything to pull from. We're not talking about her, though. Okay. We're, not, we're not talking about that stuff. Always talking about her. The Disney, the Disney show's Rebels. Okay, we've already established that Rebels is part of canon because in Rogue One, ghost, the ghost is setting in the background. Okay, that, that's part of canon. What is it? What, what the ghost is the ship that they use in Rebels. It's, okay. it's their Millennium Falcon. In fact, in the trailer for the for trailer of Episode Nine, in that one scene where you see the Millennium Falcon flying into battle, the ghost is in the background. So that ship and Rebels is part of canon. Uh, the Clone Wars cartoon series is canon. I mean, it is it is Disney created, and in that in that cartoon series, they allude to a they allude to a love affair between Obi Wan Kenobi and the Queen of the Mandalorians. Uh-huh. So that would, if you're going to add that in, you can that would kind of fit together. Um, I don't know what they're called, but in in Rebels, the the cartoon series from Disney Channel, they got this like wildcat thing that's on this planet, 
and in, and in Mandalorian, last episode of Mandalorian, one of those was in that episode. It was that cat thing. It was like, wow. And it was mm-hmm. orange and white with the big ears. That's in Rebels. So they are pulling things in from these cartoon series and they're putting them in the movies as part of the, of the universe. So it wouldn't be that, that theory that what you're saying would not be too far fetched if they were to come up with this idea that she's Obi-Wan's daughter. Uh, the only problem I have with that, the only thing that I can't get behind on that theory is the timeline. I mean, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi was in his like seventies in new hope. And then this is 30 years beyond that. So that's the pro- That's the only problem I have with that theory, unless it's some kind of. Once again, we have this immaculate type of uh, conception thing going on. I, I, I have no clue. Midi chlorines. Midi chlorines. Yeah, maybe we can bring back the midi chlorines. That would be a, that'd be incredible way to roll out episode <laughs> nine. Just at the end, it's just the end of the, of the as the pan out happens. Right before the end, midi chlorines like. Just, just flipping through. Was that what was at the end of eight? You can't win. <laughs> which, 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 My midichlorians have the high ground. Which, which one was it, though? Was it eight or seven that, remember, the kid walked out and had to sweep the floor? Oh, that was episode eight. Yeah, eight. that was like, episode oh, eight. Well, that was, that was the beginning of Brian Johnson's um, tenure as the owner of Star Wars, and he was going to make that little boy the next big thing because anybody, anybody can be a Jedi. You don't need to, you don't need to be anybody special. Just anybody. He's got to have midichlorians. Anybody with a broom and a, and a horse yeah. can be a can be a Jedi. Well, John, what other fan theories do you got? Uh, my own. I got some my own personal fan theories. I, I, I do. I, I believe that um, we're not going to see Palpatine in the form that we think we're seeing. I think he's just. Gonna, I think it's just going to be. A, he's going to be a spirit. That's that's what I think. I think that they're they're not going to. I don't. I mean, okay, they show his body being <laughs> blown to pieces in Empire Strikes Back or Return of Jedi. You don't you don't survive that. So I don't think it's going to be like. I, I, I think that what you see here is you see a lot of misdirection on these trailers. I think you've seen a lot of misdirection, uh, just like with the C3PO thing. I mean, oh, C3PO is going to die. I don't think he does. I think that's a complete sleight of hand on their part to tr- get you to think something else. I personally don't think we're going to see. Uh, Palpatine in any type of physical form. I think it's just going to be the spirit there. I may be wrong. I mean, I, 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 I kind of hope I am. I'd like to see the, I like to see the return. What I would like to see is, and this is what I hope to see. It's more than a, it's more of a hope than a fan theory. But I would love to see. And Aaron used to talk about this some. Is he would love to see a, a force battle between the Force Ghosts of of the Sith and of the Jedi on the on the kind of the ethereal plane, or as they call it, the land between or the, the space between the spaces or something. I can't remember exactly. It's got some weird Land between the lakes. <laughs> the land between the lakes. Yeah, that's that's a that's be a great place for a Jedi fight. The land, land of the lost between the lakes. Shows a big Jedi and Sith battle going on Land Flakes like there's your dad out there in his boat. <laughs> that's a bunch of foolishness. <laughs> yeah, look at that foolishness <laughs> over there. Bunch of force ghosts fighting on the beach by the raccoons. So do we think do we think Kylo turns good? Yes, that's that's going to have to be the thing. And I personally think that he dies. I think Kylo Ren has got to make the ultimate sacrifice. Really? Because if everything within the universe is is secular, if we're talking about secular things, and J.J. Abrams is our, I mean, we've already seen everything is a reflection of something old. So at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, Vader makes the ultimate sacrifice to save his son. I mean, he kills the Emperor, and that's what basically, that's what kills him. So he makes the sacrifice, and that's what redeems him. It is the ideal of self-sacrifice that redeems him. Kylo Ren uh, has has to make restitution for killing Han Solo, and the only way he can do that is through blood sacrifice. And so he's going to save him. He's going to sacrifice himself to save Ray. He'll either it'll either be he'll be sacrificed to save Ray. Um, 
or or the re, the, the resistance in and of itself, whatever the case may be, that's that's what is going to happen. He's going to have to die, though. I mean, that's just the way it has to be. What about what about Chewie? Chewie's going to survive everything. I mean, but is he going to be lost? Is he just going to be lost in the background? See, still I hope moping not. over. I mean, well, see, and that's and that's and that's one of the big problems I think everybody had, and I had with. Uh, uh, you talk about like character development in there was no reason for him to be in the last Jedi. I mean, he just, he sat there by, he sat there and ate porgs is all he did. And then he, then he dumps Ray out of, out into, out of with a space dumpster to go do whatever she was doing on, on Snoke's ship. And that was it. I mean, that's all you really see. I mean, I mean, that's it. I hope that this one kind of redeems that character, allows him to go out like Chewbacca should go out. I mean, he didn't even get a medal in new hope. So, I mean, he need, he needs to be redeemed in some way. Um, I like to see him go out as a warrior. I think that would be cool to see. Just uh, let's see, let's see Chewbacca really kick some butt. We've never seen him kick butt. We see it a little bit in um, uh, Revenge of the Sith when they're on Kashyyyk fighting. You see a little bit of the way the Wookiees were. I'd like to see that. I, I mean, I would even like to see him take a trip by, or maybe they take him back and they drop him off on Kashyyyk. I mean, you know, it's it's in these thirty years since the Empire has has been destroyed maybe Krishik has rebuilt itself because I mean it was devastated eco devastation by the empire maybe the maybe the Wookiees have rebuilt it I mean that would be cool to see I would like to see some of these things tied up before we end this series well Lando's going to have the Falcon in this one I mean we know that from the trailer uh, so I kind of see Lando and Chewie going off to, to fight or just to hang out or whatever um, I really want what I would like to see is uh like you said, Chewy fighting, but for the 10 minutes that I was able to stay awake during solo, there was that scene where he beats the crap out of Han so he can fight. Um, and then they fought in the caves and they yeah. fought in the caves. And then the scene in, uh, the force awakens where they're surrounded by the first order and, uh, uh, Chewie's fighting along and Han takes his blaster. I like that. I'm going to say that. I like it. <laughs> So you're telling uh, me in 30 years he never shot the bowcaster? I don't think he did. I, I mean, you, you, he's scared of Chewie. He's his buddy, but he's scared of him. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. As I've said on this podcast probably about 5,000 times, Star Wars is a big thing nostalgically for me. Uh, I think that Carla and I have seen most of them. We've seen more together than we haven't. So we're like, we'd already decided John said he didn't know if he was going to go opening day. Me and Carla are going to go opening weekend and see it. So uh, that's what we did with force awakens. We, she's like, you're going to go see it. John doesn't see it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go see it. And I think I went one morning after I got off work, like I got yeah. up at 7am with Carla. Y'all went to and, Sat- it came out on Friday night. Y'all went Saturday morning, Saturday morning show at like, let's say like 10am or something. And it was fantastic. It was just really, so, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if and if if they screw it up, which there is a likelihood they will, but if they screw it up, at least we still have the Mandalorian. At least we still have John Favreau, who says, "You know what? I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. Luckily, I've gotten a good place with my career, and I'm going to make something my fans like." So, I mean, no matter what, and this thing too is, I sat down and watched Rogue One the other day. Just I finished watching uh, Mandalorian, and I was like, "I want to watch Rogue One." Still wonderful, still had a good time. Watched Empire Strikes Back last night. Still fun, still amazing. So no matter how bad it gets, I will still be able to watch certain things. I'll still be able to watch episode uh, four, five, and six in Rogue One and enjoy them regardless. And yeah, the other stuff still exists, but I'm still going to enjoy what I enjoy and dislike what I dislike. 
Well, Do you still have a home phone? <laughs> no. Is that your, home... your fax machine? Maybe I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no, I'm hearing it too. It's Maybe the, we're having it's the Archangel. <laughs> <laughs> for our previous conversation. Yeah, it, it on is. the Patreon page. All right, so uh up or down on this is it, are, are we are we going to are we going to love it, hate it, dumpster fire? What do you think, Brian? Gosh. After episode 8, I mean, I want to believe. I want to be like you, John. I want to be the eternal optimist that man it's going to be great. I want to will it. I want to use the force and will it to be good. Um and I think JJ will make it a good movie. I don't think it'll be great. Don't think it'll be great. What do you think, Charlie? Um, I think I'm with Brian on this one. I think that it's going to be good for what they can do, but what he's been handed, it's not going to be that is as good as we need it to be or want it to be. But that doesn't take away from the old stuff. I personally think that it's going to be all right. I think that with the with the tangled mess that Ryan Johnson gave him, with that, it's going to be really hard for him to untangle it. And a lot of the new fans that came out with Force Awakens are gone. So he's going to have to really knock it out of the park if he wants to save but, it. You know what I do, though, kind of selfishly wish would happen, though? It's like within the first 30 seconds of the movie, Ray just wakes up and it was like a bad dream. That would be amazing. Like, like he'd be like, like everybody's like, how do you clean up a mess like this? Simple when it's bad directing. It was a it's for, real easy. It was a forced dream. It was a forced <laughs> dream of how terrible the universe could be. And then it's like, bam, let's get to the real movie. So I'm going to combine eight and nine of what should have been eight and what nine is. Where she together. wakes up and she's like, oh, and then Luke Skywalker's like, what's wrong? Yeah. He's been, and he's been training her for, that, for years, that you know, been or like two years or whatever it That's is. That's what I want to see. It's been amazing. All right, Charlie, take us out. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Uh, but please find us on the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app. Tell your friends download the Anchor app. Anchor app words. Um, and leave us a message. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, unless your name is Mug Decoy, we don't want your messages. Um, and uh, sorry, Brent. I'm going to catch you on the flip side, players. Sorry, Tim. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs>